0: You're listening to a podcast from NewsTalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Heather Duplessy Allen.
1: All right, the eagle has landed. Winston is in the capital. He arrived there this afternoon on a jet plane with his bagman Derek Ball, former former New Zealand first MP, by his side. Um, when they walked through the lounge, members of the public applauded. "Go, Winston! We love you!" "Woohoo!" yelled one woman. "Come on, Winnie! Keep the gold card." Someone else yelled, "'Give those ACT Party B-words. Hell!' The media were also waiting. They were yelling questions like, "'Have you spoken to Christopher Luxon yet? "'How long do you intend to be in Wellington for? "'What's the most pressing issue for you in the next government?' Winston just walked through the press pack. He ignored 27 questions. He smirked once. He gave a key order back to a member of the public, got in a taxi and left.'" This is what we're in for for the next two and a half weeks, aren't we, while we wait for those special votes to be counted. The usual game of the press pack chasing the politicians and then demanding to know what's going on in the coalition negotiations and the politicians refusing to answer and the headline being someone refuses to answer for two and a half weeks. And we will be speculating what could possibly be in and out of the coalition negotiations just to fill the vo- the boredom, basically, of waiting. And that is why. The press pack was so hostile to Chris Luxon yesterday, if you noticed it, because they want something to put in their news stories. They want some details and he won't give them to them and they get in cross. Now, first of all, can I just say on that, expecting the politicians to give us details is hopelessly naive. They're not going to give us details because they shouldn't give us details. And from what I can remember of past negotiations, they don't give us details. They are striking a deal which I think is reasonable to say should be done behind closed doors. And let's be honest, right, this is a win for the centre-right, but that does not mean that this deal is going to be easy to strike. I would say this is going to be a tough one. David Seymour close to hates Winston Peters. Winston Peters feels the bad vibes from Seymour, says nasty things about him. He's already annoyed that he hasn't been called by Chris Luxon. And both of these guys have the option of doing the old confidence without supply trick if they don't get what they want. So this is going to be a tough one. Now, at this stage, at least, I would say, they're not asking us to wait an unreasonable amount of time to allow them to go to negotiate. And we're still in the stage of counting the votes, right? And that's going to be going on for the next two and a half weeks. So up to that point, we have to wait anyway. So whether we wait with details or not really doesn't make a difference. If it starts dragging too far beyond that, fair enough, start putting some pressure on them. But for now, demanding details is just a silly charade. And I suspect that the journalist's anger and frustration is just a performance,
0: Heather Duplessy Ellen.
1: 9292 is the text number. Uh, standard text fees apply. Now, the election result. It seems like it's a little bit of a fire under the property market because real estate agents are saying that their phones have started ringing off the hook as soon as it became clear that National was over the line. The National Party has promised to phase in interest deductibility for landlords and make it easier for banks to lend money. And incidentally, so has the ACT Party. Scott Dunn is the sales manager at City Sales in Auckland. It is with us now. Hey, Scott.
0: Hi, good afternoon.
1: So we're definitely hearing businesses picked up in Wellington. Has it picked up in Auckland?
0: Yeah, um, funny thing is though, it actually started picking up, I think about two or three weeks ago, uh, which is when people, I think on the whole, uh, decided and accepted that it was most likely to be a uh, change of government.
1: Okay, this is with this is in terms of the people preparing, preparing for a possible surge and listing their properties, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, and then in terms of the buyers, when did they start ringing you?
0: Um, buyer activity has actually picked up as well. Um, what we're seeing with the buyers at, is that there's probably a bit of a general acceptance that with the change of government, the next property cycle has started or is starting. Yeah. Um, so with that, people are you know, they're concerned that prices are going to start uh, to increase again. And so a lot of people are trying to get in uh, now to kind of nip right. in the, the bud.
1: So, so, no, no like, obvious change on Monday or Sunday after the election result?
0: We haven't had that. Our, our change happened about two or three weeks ago. We've had to double our auction offerings uh, to cope with demand. Okay. Um, so yeah, from from here until the, the end of the year, it's been very very busy.
1: Okay. Who is who 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 is wanting to buy? Is it the investors?
0: Investors are now back into the market. There's a much more uh, much bigger sense of optimism and positivity uh, with investors who are you know they're expecting um, the you know national led government to. Bring in their you know their, their policies on interest deductibility and things like that. Um so they're coming back into the market. I think that that's um why a lot of people are are now interested in selling because they think that there's going to be a bigger buyer pool out there, which which I quite agree with.
1: Do you think that it will because I mean obviously the interest deductibility isn't yet. Uh, do we even know when it's coming back in?
0: No, no All right. um but it isn't it, it isn't the same for the you know uh,
1: Okay. So, so, yeah, I mean, so we know it's going to happen and we know it's going to happen in stages, but we don't know quite when. So is it maybe a little premature to be looking at buying now if you're an investor? I mean, what am I I expecting? You're not going to say no, are you? You're not going to say to me, oh, yes, you're premature, please don't buy.
0: Well, I mean the the reason why an investor would buy now is that they would invite buy, uh, buy at today's prices if they're expecting those prices to increase in the in the near future. Yeah. So yeah. There's, there's the benefit
1: of that. Okay. So they'll just they'll weigh up um, the, the expenses versus the prices. All right. Um quiet down in December again, do you think?
0: Uh, we usually sell pretty much up to Christmas Day, but then it definitely quietened down over January, first couple of weeks of February, and then we kind of pick up again in preparation for the end of the financial
1: year around yeah. March April. Good stuff. Hey, thank you very much, Scott. appreciate you talking, uh, talking us through that. Scott Dunn, uh, Sales Manager at City Sales.
0: For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.